Welcome to the Sony Pictures Network's Go Beyond podcast, a show where we go beyond the surface and uncover the extraordinary. I'm your host, Akshay Kapoor. Our guest today hails from the land down under. No, no, not Atlantis, but Australia. He's enjoyed a decorated career in a sport that many in India consider their second religion. Record holder for the most runs scored by a night watchman in international test cricket. Australia's first male indigenous test cricketer. With over 300 caps for his country and two ICC Cricket World Cups in his trophy cabinet, it is a privilege and a delight to have Jason Gillespie with me on the show. Jason, thank you for joining us. Really appreciate you taking the time to be here today. Actually, it's lovely to talk to you, mate. So, you know, I think the obvious next question is, after cricket, what is your next favorite sport? Wow, you're testing me now. I think as a child growing up, actually, cricket was always my number one. Right. But after cricket, I played soccer, which is worldwide is known as football. I played a bit of basketball. I played some squash. Uh, so cricket, number one, I'd, if you're pushing me for my second favourite sport, I'd, I'd probably have to say basketball. Very interesting. Do you follow basketball in your spare time? Yeah, I follow it a, a bit. I'm not a, a huge watcher of other sports. I really enjoy and watching a little bit of rugby league, a bit of Australian rules football, and certainly basketball. But yes, cricket's the one I watch. Even though I, I'm, I've played cricket, I'm still involved in cricket. So that's probably the first sport I'd watch. So yeah, I'm a bit of a cricket tragic. And you mentioned Aussie rules football. That's a very intense game. Did you play any growing up? No, I, I didn't. My, my dear mother, um, just thought the football codes in, in terms of Australian rules were just far too rough. So she didn't allow me to play. And I was a little bit disappointed at the time, but probably looking back, I, I don't think I was necessarily built for those sports. So, you know, I probably have my mother to thank for that. Right. Now, coming back to your childhood, I know you've settled in Adelaide today. Were you born in Adelaide as well? No, actually, I was born in Sydney, so my dad worked in banking and he got a, a job opportunity and job transfer from Sydney to Adelaide. And I see. Both in Sydney and Adelaide, we lived in the outer suburbs of, of the cities, so there was a lot, lot of open space. Um, so as kids, we'd go down and explore in the bushes and, you know, build cubby houses, build forts, you know, just play, do, do what kids do. Um, um, were you a part of a big family growing up? I'm one of three siblings. So when we moved to Adelaide, there was only two of us, my myself and my, my younger brother. And then when I was, geez, I was 12 and my uh, my brother Rob was 10, young Luke came along. So we're not a huge family, but yeah, they couldn't ask for better brothers, really. It's lovely to hear. Now, we've discussed this a little bit earlier that, that you've been vegan for a few years now. Is that correct? Yeah, I've been, yeah, since 2014. Wow, so it's been six years. Was there something that inspired this lifestyle choice? Yeah, look, my, my wife and I were uh, we, we were living in, in the UK at the time and because I, I was coaching Yorkshire County Cricket Club and my mum and dad had come to visit us. In We were in rental accommodation and we, we'd bought a place in, in Leeds and dad was helping me move house and unfortunately he suffered a heart attack and passed away. And so this was in July 2013. Um, so for, I suppose, the next 12 or so months, 
I, I'd kind of been really looking at my health and well-being because it was pretty confronting to be there when your father has a heart attack and passes away. So for the next 12 months, I suppose, I, I was just trying to be a bit healthier, a bit of fitness work and to eat a bit better. And, and then I suppose it was October 2014, my wife and I were watching a documentary on television called Earthlings. And so just about, um, you know, animal welfare and the health of the environment, our planet. Um, yes. It was just something that really, at the end of the show, I, I become vegan immediately. I do respect the fact that, and forgive the pun here, but you were able to go vegan cold turkey. <laughs> yeah, it's, look, I, I often get asked that, but for me, it was a very simple decision. And I think in the first, I suppose, first couple of years that I was vegan, you know, I'd sort of done a lot of research and a lot of things made a lot of sense to me and, you know, and the health benefits. Did you experience any of these health benefits? Yeah, actually, it's a, it's a good question. And, and my answer is very simple. I, I feel great. Nice. You know, my, I played professional sport for the best part of 15 years. And, you know, and you know there, there were certainly some aches and pains and having a whole food plant-based diet. But I feel fantastic. You know, I'm, I run regularly. And I actually run better now at 45 years of age than I ever did as a, as a professional uh, sportsman. So, but just overall general well-being, I, I feel great. Fair enough. You mentioned you know, you've travelled the world for cricket, and you still do. Is that correct? It is. I, the game has been unbelievable to me. I feel very grateful that I'm able to um, do something that I that I absolutely love. I'm very passionate about. Um, you know, I'm thankful every day to to be afforded these opportunities. Now, are there any funny moments, you know, from your career during your travels, perhaps, that still you know keep you rolling with laughter today? Oh, wow, you're, you're testing me. Um, <laughs> there's lots of funny moments that crop up. Anytime you're in a, in a dressing room or out on the cricket field with, you know, either with your teammates or with uh, players that you coach, um, you, you always get a, a, a lot of humour. So, you know, back in the playing days, oh, gee whiz, you, you, you've stumped me at the moment. <laughs> Maybe I could try and help you. I read about one of the times you and the team were touring India. I think you all had visited the Taj Mahal and it was almost bizarre the way the Indian fans were following you around. I can talk about my times in India very fondly. I, my first ever time overseas, as a, uh, I was probably 18 and a half years of age and, and the Australian Under-19 team were touring India at the time. And I was a late call-up, so I didn't travel with the team. I joined them in Hyderabad partway through the tour. Oh, I see. So I flew from Australia on my own and I got to India. I think I got to Chennai Airport. I didn't know what I was doing, where I was meant to go. It was all very new to me. Um, I do remember asking a, a young couple because I desperately needed to go to the bathroom and but I, and I had all my kit there and uh, I just asked them honestly if they could just sit and just watch my gear for five minutes just while I nipped to the bathroom. And, uh, and thankfully that young couple did and it was very kind of them um, but yeah coming from Australia and, and little old Adelaide and, and the heat and humidity the number of people uh, around in India uh, was a real eye-opener for me I hadn't seen so many people in my life <laughs> yeah it was just a real eye-opener but look I've been very fortunate to 
um, travel to India on many occasions, you know, as a as a player and you know, as a coach, and I've uh, done a bit of media work in India and. Yeah, it's a, it's a lovely place. I haven't been there for a while, but look, it's always been a lot of fun. And my, yeah, my first time overseas uh, was to India and uh, yeah, very fond memories. It's lovely to hear. Uh, what about, do you remember trying Indian food for the first time? I do remember. I remember asking because I, I have, I've never been very good with spices. I've always struggled. As I've gotten older, I've gotten better. Um, I don't ever remember experiencing Indian food or Thai food or anything like that as a child growing up so it, that was it was all very new to me and um you know i'd never had a butter chicken for instance until i'd been to india and um and and, and i remember asking for the mildest uh, butter chicken once and i, I think it nearly blew my socks off um, <laughs> but you know th- these days since i observe a plant-based diet um a, a vegan diet I, I probably eat more indian food and thai food do you cook it? Yes, I, I do every now and again. I, I've got one. I've got a spinach and potato curry that my wife taught me how to make. I'm not very good in the kitchen, so she had to give me a step-by-step guide on how to make it. Um, but I, I, I can make it, and I, I and I can tolerate a little bit of spice these days. Um, and I know um, some of the best vegetarian food in the world uh, comes out of India. So next time I head to India, I'm really looking forward to uh, and sampling some of the local food. Now, I was wondering if we could, you know, talk about your family just a little bit. Yeah, my, yep. You know, right off the bat. At home with your wife, would you say that you're more the cricketer or you're more the coach? <laughs> I'm more the uh, do-as-you're-told person in the, in the household. My wife, Anna, and I have been married 17 years now. We've got four beautiful children, uh, three boys and a girl. I was working for Yorkshire in County Cricket in England. The whole family was over with me. And I worked for Sussex from 2018 to 2020. And there were many uh, months absences from the family, which I think, you know, took their toll a little bit uh, more on me, uh, being a wife and kids. You know, I think particularly this year, I think with everything that's gone on in our world, I've spent a lot of time uh, away from home and, and in COVID hubs, but I'm comforted in the knowledge that, you know, my wife and children are very safe living in South Australia. So obviously, it seems that you really enjoy spending time with your family whenever you get the opportunity. What's your ideal way of spending time with them? We live not too far from the beach. And so any opportunity, we head down to the to the seaside and, and hang out. But whatever we're doing, as long as we're together, I think that's the main thing. My kids are all into gaming at the moment. So so that's something that I want to share with them a little bit. I've, I've never been a gamer myself. <laughs> Have you played uh, with them, like on any console? I tried to play a NBA basketball game with my basketball-obsessed son, but there's too many of the buttons on the um, con- on the controller to work out what I need to do with each one of them. So uh, I find that really difficult, and I'm just fascinated by the technology, to be honest. But the fact that they love it, you know, I like to just sit and and try and share in their passion. But I only realised recently they can link up with their friends and put headsets on and uh, and play with their friends over the internet so that's how much of a dinosaur I am <laughs> so tell me now we've spoken about your lovely family if you were not a professional cricketer what would Jason Gillespie's life be like that's really interesting I mean the, the only job I had <clears throat> before I played cricket professionally was I delivered pizzas on a Friday night I remember it in high school, I did a subject at school called media studies, 
and I, I particularly found the radio side of things really interesting. And I've been fortunate enough in, in my role as a player and now a coach, and, and I've been fortunate enough to do some media work both on television and in radio. And I find I really enjoy it. So it, I think if I wasn't a cricketer, um, I would have probably tried to, to find a way into some media industry. And who knows, it might be something that, that I could do if in the future I find myself looking for a bit of a change of scenery. Very cool. I, maybe you'll have uh, a podcast show. <laughs> well, you never know. <laughs> Fair enough. And uh, I think that brings us to our last question, Jason. What is your go beyond mission? You know, something perhaps that you would say is the next innings in this game called life. Actually, you're getting deep now. That's a that's a, a really good question. I, I think for me, I'd really like down the track to really explore how, as a society, as human beings we can find a way to get along better. And, and I think that comes down to really good communication, great listening skills, education, and tolerance, and respect for other people's thoughts, beliefs, and opinions. And maybe it's something we, as a society, as a world, we probably need to get a little bit better at. Mm-hmm. Um, and I certainly you know, would love to see our world you know, treat non-human animals a lot better. Uh, going forward, we need to be better as a as a human race uh, towards other living creatures. Awesome, Jason. Thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate you shuffling your schedule around to be here with us. I really enjoyed the conversation. Absolutely, no problem, Akshay. Thank you for your support. I really appreciate the chat. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe to and follow the Go Beyond podcast on www.sonypicturesnetworks.com podcast. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and a host of other platforms. Don't forget to rate and review us too. Your feedback is very important to us. I've been your host, Akshay Kapoor, and I look forward to having you join us on the next journey into the beyond.